I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. That is so fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Sweet setup. What do you make here? Don't worry about it. Oh, cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Well, Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Take it home with you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Episode 12. Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm Ryan. <laughs> Yes! Yes! <laughs> that rips! <laughs> that's the funniest thing that's ever happened on the show. And guess what? We're keeping it. That I'm is great. <laughs> oh my god, she's actually crying. That's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> that's Fiona. I'm Ryan. And, oh and that's the truth. Oh my god. Okay, we thought that we would switch things up <laughs> and I would introduce the show today. Because if you're a long-time listener, you would know that Ryan introduces the show. And I guess my brain is <laughs> my first. And I'm actually <laughs> you're... <laughs> so <funny>. you're... <laughs> oh my god. You're oh a mess god. right now. That's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I I actually think, as we welcome you back to Sauce and Goss, we I I think that we should stop the show after this because we'll it will never be funnier than that. There's nowhere else to go. We've reached the ceiling. Oh my god! I oh my god! You know how like. You know how I, when people say like uh, like the sky's the limit, it isn't. <laughs> it's not because that's the limit. That's the funniest thing that's <laughs> ever happened on any show ever. That is so so funny. And do you know why it's funny? Do you know what makes it extra funny? It's not even that. It's not even that like you screwed up and said that you were me. It's like how like fired up and committed you were to starting the show like you were like okay here we go first time i'm introing the show oh my god and because I, I just usually it's not that i don't want fiona to intro the show except now i definitely don't but it's that <laughs> i don't the know one that it's, records it you you know like when we're starting and that type of thing so yeah i'm the guy hitting record so like typically i i know when the counter is and I, and I, hey, what's up? It's Sauce and Goss. But <laughs> I was like, why don't you, why don't you tee up the show? And and <laughs> it's not funny that you said that you were Ryan. It, it's that like you were so. No, it to me the funniest part is that you were so like laser focused on like just banging out a sick intro. You're like you you started you couldn't have started off that. <laughs> Like you, you came, <laughs> let's review, let's review the tape. You came in and, and we're like, welcome back everybody. What's up. I'm pretty sure there was a what's up in there. And then, you, and, and then you with all the confidence on earth when I'm Ryan, wait, what? <laughs> that was so hard. <laughs> 
Okay, I I just want everyone to understand how much I've been crying. Yes. <laughs> last minute, because it's laughing so much. Yeah, you're you. It, it, that hit you really hard. What's extra good too is that today, today, like a lot of days, I'm wearing my no dense shirt, my crystalline <laughs> shirt. His new specials out, by the way. No pain. You should watch it. And and it's ironic because now there's a huge dent in the intro of this show, and that's perfect. Oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> That's the funniest thing ever. I don't even know if there's a point to doing the episode, but we have to deliver. You know what? Um, it ties into our first topic. It actually does. <laughs> and that's so good. Yes, you're right. Speaking it wasn't of planned. Screwing up, speaking of screwing up names. <laughs> Amy Schumer um, apparently had to legally change her son's name, her infant son's name, after realizing she named him Genital. She named her son Jean Atal, uh, whatever her husband's last name is. Um, I don't know. Um, so this, this boy's name is Jean. His middle name is Atal. So put them yeah. together, you get genital. Not uh, good. Uh, some and 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 you hey know guys, what? Welcome back to Sauce and Goss. I'm Genital. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. We might have the title. Um, oh my god, that's so funny. Um, you know what's extra good about that too to me? And like, here's. Here's another rip roaring spicy take for you. And by the way, speaking of spicy, because uh, last episode I was comparing our takes to to wing flavors. I've eaten wild wing the last two days, and I'm I'm so into it. Like I I couldn't be happier. I might even order more tonight because like I'm so in the mood <laughs> to just mangle wings. But here's another spicy take. I'm one of the many people, and and you know what? If you like her, fine, I guess. But I'm one of the many people who cannot stand Amy Schumer. I think she's one of the worst comedians of all time. And before anybody says anything, no, it's not because she's a woman. I like, I love Whitney Cummings. I love her podcast. Her podcast rips. You should check it out. It's called Good for You. She's got very interesting guests. I like Whitney. I love Taylor Tomlinson, who was recently on Whitney's podcast. Uh, I love Eliza Schle- uh, Schlesinger. I think I'm she- gonna inter. Have you watched her the Eliza Schlesinger sketch show? I've not watched it. Um, I, um, <laughs> I would rather die a horrible, painful death than watch another episode of that. It was bad, eh? It's yeah. You don't you like? <laughs> I like. I didn't even like chuckle or or like even like sympathy laugh at anything it was just a permanent cringe face because nothing nothing was like the slightest hint of funny it's very embarrassing that um netflix signed off on that like i don't know where who was in charge of that but it is not good I think, well, I think probably part of it, and, and like, that's a bummer to hear, because, I mean, I like her sh- her her specials. Yeah, um, she's had some good specials, but. So that's probably what it was. Like, she, she, they were like, oh, well, her specials are huge. People mm-hmm. will like it. I've not seen it, so I can't comment, but I'll take your Watch word for it. Watch the first episode. Um, and then... <laughs> uh, I'll avoid now. But, yeah, I mean, that said, no, I don't dislike intensely amy schumer because she's a female comedian that's not 
that's not what it is. It's that she's a shitty comedian. She's a horrific comedian. None of her jokes are funny. And also, uh, and you can watch videos on this, she is one of the most notorious joke thieves on planet Earth. She steals bits from other comedians and and turns it into like a female perspective on, on a lot of it. She steals from a ton of successful male comedians and like flips it on its side and just tells vagina jokes. And it's just like... All right, man, like, fine. I can't stand her. I don't think any of her movies are funny. I don't think she's funny. Um, and so I think that it's ironic and just awesome. And, and that being said, I don't think I'm funny either, for the record. I think. Well, yeah, I, you're not trying to come up with your own stand-up special, though. That's the difference. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> writing jokes. Everything that I say on this podcast is off the cuff, or it's a pop culture reference because I'm a sponge. That that's what this exactly. is. Dude. I I'm just trying to have a rip roaring podcast, and you know what? If you want to come at my podcasting ability, all right, dude. But I think that we rip. Okay, so like you know, confidence antler, but. She she sucks, and I think that it's super ironic that the funniest thing she's ever done <laughs> His name is son. fuck her son's name up. That is the funniest thing ever. Can you imagine how ironic that is? Can you see what I see here? I feel like I'm singing that Christmas carol, Do You Hear What I Hear? That That is what's up right now. She has tried and somewhat succeeded like she she was on netflix dude she has netflix specials i'll never have a netflix special unless they make a documentary on world hashtag world tour 2022 which we will hire somebody i've got a guy brando you're up but brando will be a guest on this podcast by the way i mentioned them last show oak and rumble media they make great videos they've done a ton of cool business videos anyway um she, like, I find it so, so funny that the funniest thing and the hardest I've ever <laughs> laughed at her is that she screwed her son's name up that badly. That's awesome. And the funniest part was she didn't even notice it. Like, someone pointed it out to her. I don't know who, but <laughs> it wasn't her, her discovery. I And you know what? Like, I've had a long day. It's been a long day. And my brain's kind of frazzled. I... I'm usually great for coming up with uh, one thing I'll toot my horn on is I I'm great at coming up with ridiculous, funny analogies. I can't even think of one right now that is that suits this situation. Like, let, let me see if I can walk myself into one. It like it is so funny that the funniest thing she's ever done in trying to be a comedian is is literally screwing her son's name up. That would be like, that would be like, I don't, like, I don't even know. I don't even, I can't think <laughs> of a good analogy. Like. There's I, nothing comparable to this. It's, it's there isn't. So There's something there though. There's something there. Like, it would literally be like, it would literally be like if you tried to, I don't even know. I don't even know why I'm trying to do this. I don't know. I don't know. If it would be, I got one. Okay, it would be like if if you started um, a bakery that only specialized in cakes, 
Like you're you're like that cake boss guy or whatever. Rip Roaring good show, by the way. Um, it would be like if you set out to have like a successful cakery, if I can say that, um, and all you can make is muffins. That's what this is like. You set out or or like And you then you messed up the muffin recipe and then you <laughs> had the world's best tasting cake or something. Yeah, like you you tried to bake a cake and it came out as shortbread cookies. <laughs> and the cookies and the cookies the cookies the were cookies, fantastic. The cookies were better than any of the cakes you've ever made. Yeah, there you that's go. That's the I, analogy. There we go. And that sucked everybody. You know what? I'm not on my <laughs> game today. That sucked. But, <laughs> but you know what? I, if you want to know what not being on your game is like 24/7 Send a message to Amy Schumer's PR department and ask if you can speak to her on the phone and ask her what it's like to be just a rip-roaring failure. And again, that's coming from me, dude. I, You know what? She has more money than I'll ever have, and good for her. But I don't see the appeal, and I think she is the worst comedian, uh, at least of the 21st century. And that's a steaming pile of hot take. <laughs> and I think a lot of people are going to agree with you because I don't like she's just so disliked uh, by so many people. But I guess that ju- that just really goes to show um, you have to be careful on naming your children. <laughs> like, just put some thought into it. Yeah, I mean, like the the classic one, and and you know Leaf. what? Well, that I- <laughs> that one is funny, and and I won't mention that one simply for. Um, well, I don't even know why, but the classic one, of course, and my dad went to school with a guy with this name, uh, is naming your child Michael and your last name is Hunt. That's the last <laughs> one. Now you put that together. I'll let you put that together. Cause I dare not say that word, but you do the math, dude. We'll just give Come you a on. hint. Just, just. What like yeah, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Finish the rest. Say it quickly. It's so bad. And yeah, just <laughs> to have it genital. Oh man, that's awesome. Uh good for you, Amy Schumer. Honestly, <laughs> if somebody told me, if somebody that I was friends with, now I love my friends, but if one of my friends were to say to me, Hey dude, I actually think Amy Schumer's hilarious, I wouldn't stop being friends with them, but I'd hang out with them less. I definitely would do that. If they were going to like suggest anything to you, like, oh, you got to check out this movie or like this song or something, probably wouldn't because I know that their taste is um, <laughs> wrong. So <laughs> now, now let's be honest here because, hey, we are the podcast that is most self-aware. Okay. We've all made shitty suggestions to people. Now, we had my buddy D-Rock on here a couple episodes ago from The Walk Show, and he was he was talking you up, right? Like, you were nervous to tell him what music you like because we're big rip-roaring metalheads, and you were like, oh, but Ariana Grande. And he was like, hey, man, if you like it, you like it. And and that's true. If You like what you like. If you like Amy Schumer, fucking A. But we've all made suggestions to friends to listen to something or watch something and gone – uh, it's not really for me. And, and that's totally fine. Right. But f- 
just this is me personally on the other side of it, right? Like like you, I would never suggest to you. Um, I told you about this guy I love, Sam Fender, and he and I watched some of his live thing um, this afternoon. Oh my god, man, he is he's incredible. But I would never suggest to you to listen to another band that I've been listening to a ton of lately, the Deftones. Uh, everyone knows I love the Deftones. I would never suggest to you to listen to that. I know you won't like it. You'd maybe <laughs> like like two of their songs that aren't like, uh, I think there's maybe two songs I can think of off the top of my head where there's no like screaming in it. And and one of them was actually a pretty big hit. They like they got some radio play on the one. But uh, why would, I know you. Why would I ever suggest to you to listen to fucking Megadeth? <laughs> and that's why I I rarely ever have suggestions for you <laughs> for the same reason. <laughs> but you know what though? You know what though? You're some things you've suggested to me I've listened to and like I I enjoy. Like I don't I don't like hate it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um because like I find and this is this is true for a lot of people probably. I find that like metal music and especially like screaming vocals which was what i did and uh and and whatnot it it doesn't really go the other way like i love pop music i love michael jackson i love fucking def leppard and like all the like poppy rock bands um i was man i was i was and still am super into paramore i think paramore rips um uh, like I love that stuff, man. I'm a sucker for a good hook. I even like a little bit of T Swift, just that one album. But I know that there's just no fucking way that I'm gonna get you into the Deftones. It's just not gonna happen, and and that's fine, right? And so I guess my point at the end of this dumb rant, like the 800th one we've had on the show, is if you if you like Amy Schumer, okay, but I would kind of go. I would question your taste in humor, which is a big thing with me. If you were like, Amy Schumer's hilarious. Oh, man, her name rhymes with humor. Ew. That's crazy. I hate that you said that. But that's Well, it's (laughs) it's true. Let's move on. Amy Schumer shouldn't have named her kid genital, and she changed it, and we don't know to what yet. So that's cool. Oh, yeah, it's Gene David now. Oh, so, okay. Fair enough. Cool. His mm-hmm. name's Gene David. Good for you. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the, ne- the next part, is, okay. Um, I'm going to quote Kanye here and tell you why. <laughs> I think words are our lowest form of communication. <laughs> he says this in an interview when he, after... Apparently, he started beeping at friends, whatever the hell that means, because he doesn't think he needs to use his words because they're the lowest form of communication. Okay, so here we go. Um, I don't want to spend much time on this because I'm legitimately worried about this guy. I, <laughs> I, I think I, I and I don't want to say something over sensationalized and I won't. But uh, let me just say, I think that we're not far away from like a real, I'll just say tragedy involving Kanye West. You take from that what you will. I, I, 
I am so fucking concerned about this guy who I, you know what? I'm ashamed to say after stuff like this. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, he did an interview with Rolling Stone where he (laughs) says that he's beeping. Now, what I assume that means is that he's like beeping in Morse code with his like going beep, 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 beep. That's what I assume he means when he says he's beeping at his friends instead of saying actual words. And then, yeah, that was the big quote that was pulled, that words are lowest form of communication. So that makes absolutely no sense because (laughs) the guy is famous. You know what? People probably under the age of 15, maybe 20 think that Kanye West and only know Kanye West because he's married to my favorite celebrity, Kim Kardashian, a.k.a. Thyroid, Thigh Queen. So, I almost said, I said thyroid, and then I was like, that's not right. We're just, we're just fucking up every sentence today, aren't we? The Thigh Queen, dude. Um, Yeah, hashtag rubber thighs. So, for any of us like like you and I, for any of us that know Kanye as legitimately a a rap slash R and B genius, which he's called himself before, and you know what he legitimately was, and I say was because that's the truth. I and again from our last conversation, if you still like Kanye's like new stuff, excluding his out of nowhere like preacher record <laughs> if you like any of his newer stuff um fine that's cool man you you like that i don't like any of kanye's records post 808s and heartbreak and i know for lots of kanye fans they're probably like man like how can you not like blah 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 i just don't his first three his first three albums were so fucking good 808s is my favorite because he he went in like a completely different direction and it's i think it's a gen like genuinely great album um what was the the one before that graduation Uh, unreal record so many bangers on that song i used to listen to that like you know before we'd play hockey and uh so i just don't really like his stuff and and then ever since him and kim got married I don't, what is happening? Every single time I ever hear him, he he's like saying just another insane thing. And this is the latest in a long line of like, oh my God. It, like I can see, you can tell that like celebrity is not doing him any favors. It, I feel like I'm watching from afar someone I respected driving a train off of a cliff sandwich sandwich there you go and it's fucking sad like it really is man go back and listen to 808s and heartbreak and tell me that that guy isn't a musical genius and if you google it which i'm sure you could and i'm not gonna right now google like some of the songs he's produced for other people like the guy is a banging artist and it's fucking sad watching him say, how does that make any sense to you? You are famous because you're a rapper. 
where words are never more important than in any other music genre. And words are our lowest form of communication. Really, dude. Interesting. I can't wait to hear his next record beep. Like, <laughs> are you serious, dude? Oh, man. He, I I don't know what your thoughts are on Kanye, or, or and if you're even into him, but, oh, man, I'm worried about that guy. <laughs> Yeah, I I mainly just kind of, like, in the back of my mind follow him just for, like, the jokes. Like, oh, what crazy thing is he doing next? Like, That's sad. <laughs> that's, that's, that's sad to it, me. Like, Remember that, when he wanted to run for president? Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> he probably still does, dude. Like, he... And that's sad to me, man, because, like, I... I recently listened to a couple of his old records that I like and was like, man, this bangs it's so good and like here's a good analogy man so like a rapper he's a rapper dude and is like words are lowest form of communication that would be like a plumber saying toilets are the worst way to shit <laughs> it, oh, oh they are oh fuck well i guess i can fire you and send you home then let me get a Bucket. Gross. How? (laughs) Dig a trench. Can you imagine that? That's exactly what that's like, dude. I'm back on the analogy. Yeah, there you go. That's exactly what that's like. Kanye West saying that words are our lowest form of communication is exactly like if you hired a plumber to unclog your toilet, he got there, unscrewed one bolt, and then just went, you know what? Drops his monkey wrench and breaks your tile. You know what? Toilets are the worst way to shit. And then just got up and left and went beep, 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 beep. <laughs> like, can, you, can you imagine how rattled you'd be? You'd be like, what? But I, I need this. I thought you'd fix my toilet. What the fuck? I don't know, dude. I, I think that that's so crazy. And yeah, to, to conclude this topic, I, I am concerned about Mr. West. Mm-hmm. sending thoughts and prayers <laughs> yeah hashtags for days um this next thing is also fun um uh tiktok has is, is um in the business i guess of uh, promoting body slash face dysmorphia and like catfishing because they've uh <laughs> they've um <laughs> updated the app so when you you like take a video um, you can now enhance your face. It's literally a feature. You click on it. It says enhance uh, to make yourself look better. It, like gives you like it, like smooths out your face. Like gives you a full face of makeup. Like like maybe maybe I'll post <laughs> a picture of me um, normal no makeup versus me using this app. <laughs> like everyone can have a laugh at it because it's so funny and so sad that all of these thirteen year old girls are using this app and it's like oh like now i can look pretty and uh, it bothers me that yeah you know what we've we've talked about that a lot the whole i don't know the beauty industry and whatever that fucking blows man like it poor me that sucks because yeah like these these apps like you know the, i find it ironic too that like they introduced this after like their app blew up right and like everyone's on it except me um i i don't 
I can't believe that. Like, yeah, because, like, kids that are, like, just getting into, like, the high school age and shit where, like, being popular is everything. Like, kids, are, it's so anti-self-esteem because it's like, well, your regular photo of your face won't do. Mm-hmm. Let's enhance it and make it better. Like, uh... No. The internet, we've all, we, we've said this to each other before when we've talked about this before, like at work. Um, the internet is the most um, amazing, cool, wildly interesting, and at the same time, dark, horrific cesspool of anything that's ever been invented in human history. I can't think of a single thing that man has ever made that compares to what the internet is. It, like, it's crazy. There's nothing you can compare it to. A book, uh, um, art, anything. Like, it's such a strange, shitty, yet at the same time cool and useful tool. Like, it can be done to do equal parts good and bad. And because for every because for every like GoFundMe, there's TikTok and TMZ and and shit. You know what I mean? Like I think it's really goddamn sad that like yeah, like you said, like that example, like thirteen year old girls are gonna take a photo of their perfectly fine face uh, with no makeup on or whatever, uh, and and then hit this like enhancement filter and put that out there because they, they are made to feel so ashamed of how they look just stock out of the box. Mm-hmm. It just, it's like, man, that blows. You're you dude, you're you. And, and just, and just embrace that. It's fine. And if people, if people only like you or are physically attracted to you uh, or you know what scrap that beyond that just attracted to you in general if the only reason someone's attracted to you is because they think that you look like fucking you know kendall jenner or whatever you know i love picking on them because they suck like then that person is a vapid piece of shit uh you know yeah i i don't like it i think that sucks Mm -hmm. and um Say, like, like it's fine wanting to, you know, put your best face forward or whatever. And, like, if, like, seeing what you would look, I don't know. And, like, I get, like, all these people out there that think that these girls actually look like that. And then, like, are, like, disappointed or, like, shocked when they see them in person. It's like, oh, you, you don't? Like, you don't have, like, a, like, a, I don't know like eyelashes out to your forehead or the like perfect mate like it's like um well that's kind of on you for thinking that's what we look like like and that's yeah you're right like (laughs) just just like having a a a picture with like makeup on and a filter and like saying you're a catfish like that like no like that's just a girl like like dressing up so so like if you like so it's your fault for expecting her to look like that all the time I don't, uh, and, and like, I often, often when we've touched on this subject, I often feel like my, my opinion is basically invalid because like, as, as a dude, right? Like I, I don't, and that's why this podcast rips so hard because we have two 
different perspectives on many different things, including this. And like, I, I have never ever felt um, like the weight or the pressure, if you will, of trying to make myself look a certain way. I've looked the fucking same all the time. My hair's gone through a couple different phases. That's for sure. I had the emo straightened fucking long thing going on. I had the Afro mop. I've had it all, dude. And then I've got whatever, I've got whatever this is, this quarantine head. That's what I'll (laughs) refer to this as. This quarantine head is terrible. Um, But I've never like once felt pressure to be like, oh, I got to like really doll myself up. Whereas like, you know, every girl I've ever dated, if we go to anything, um, if we go outside, like they're like, let me just put like something on. And I'm like, but, and, and I've always said to everyone I've ever dated, hey, man, or my friends who are girls, you look fine. And they're like, no, I got it. And, and I understand the appeal of like using makeup and, and whatever. I don't know. I guess it's no different than me like putting a jacket that I like on or whatever, right? Because I like the jacket. I get that girls like, uh, I don't know, like lipstick and foundation, whatever. And that's awesome. But like... Even like uh, I dated a girl who was so insecure that like sh- like we would go to like a family dinner like with my family. I'm like, dude, I'm wearing sweatpants to go see my because I'm going to see my family, man. I'm not going to have a business. Yeah, you're going to see your family. You, the girl you bring home has to look like look good, otherwise your family's not going to like her. No, dude, my family <laughs> doesn't give a shit about that. That that's. They, they don't care about that stuff. But, like, I'm feeling bad because, like, she's in the bathroom, like, for 40 minutes doing whatever. And I'm like, man, just fucking get in the car. Like, yeah, it, it's sad to me to think, you know, that that girls and, and women sometimes feel that way. Where, like, they can't, a lot of, a lot of you guys can't just jump in the car and go i dude i get up and i look like this i'll go to the store <laughs> i'll walk into the store like this i've watched me do it and you i look don't normal care. right now though <laughs> well sure I, I look like i'm wearing a lego hair helmet <laughs> like I, I wore braids for two days and my look how fluffy my hair got <laughs> and see and, and and see that right there you're like look how fluffy my hair is That's not not fluffy. even not even in like a uh, like a bad way. I've never thought about that ever. Like it just never crosses my mind that like I have like an imperfect, I, I don't know, mark on my face. My nose is crooked too. It, I it just never occurs to me. I just go here. I am world, and I walk out the door. You and you make that I mean? sound. I do. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I get up, I duck walk. Um, yeah, just looking for know, some man. grapes. <laughs> Hopefully, people get that reference. Nice. I, I, yeah, I don't know, man. It's definitely, I don't know. It's definitely a bummer. And I'm sure, as a as a a, a young woman, you've you've experienced, I don't know, just shit like that. And and I don't know what that's like. And honestly, it makes me feel bad. Yeah, I mean. I would say up until fairly recently, I would not leave the house without makeup on. Not as a, like a, oh my, like, I don't know. It just kind of ingrained, like, 
I'm not ready to leave until I look ready and I like spend half an hour in the bathroom at least like until recently I was like I don't care about that anymore especially in quarantine I'm not wearing any mascara now (laughs) don't care about that yeah the house today so I mean I don't know what it is but yeah I've, I've slowly started to care less and less which I don't know if that is a good thing or a bad thing but it is happening so it but but that's the thing right like it doesn't it doesn't matter if someone no. else thinks it's a good or a bad thing. It just matters what you feel like doing. Exactly. Like, who gives a shit, man? Like, Kate Kate sometimes will be like, I got to put makeup on. I got to do this. And I'm like, man, you're, you're chilling. I don't care. I don't, I don't need you to think that you need to look like X or, or Y or whatever. I Like, you're, you rip. She rips, dude. And I love the person she is. And that's all that matters at the end of the day, man. If you require any men out there, by the way, and, and, and like there's a lot of different kinds of relationships in the world now, and that rips. That's awesome. But any any men or, or women out there that are, are with another that are with a woman or another woman and and need them to apply things to their face and body to look a certain way for you to be satisfied with them in your relationship. I think that that is really, I don't know. I just think that that's really fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, like, one of my, I don't know. One of my very, very, very good friends from college, um, the first year there, she was um, dating. I'm using air quotes around that because they had broken up because he was a shit ball. Um, but then they were kind of off and on for a while. Um, when they were together, she was not allowed to have her hair in braids. She was not allowed to wear hats. She was not allowed to wear sequins. She was not allowed to blah, 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 um, because he didn't like it. So he literally controlled what she could or could not wear, which is absolutely, like, he he was the lowest of low. I hated that guy. Um, yeah, they, he, I think they broke up-ish because he said that um, he wanted to see other people when they went off to school, but she wasn't allowed to, so. Yeah, that that is insane to me. That that, that just sounds like yeah. pure insanity. I, I don't know. know. At the end of the day, screw you, TikTok. I, I think that that's dumb. Um, and people will probably think, ah, it's a harmless filter. But like, I don't know. I guess I don't know. I guess we just see kind of the uh, the dark side of it a little bit. And uh, also, it's just fun to make fun of. So mm-hmm. how about how about that? Yeah, I mean, like it, it was fun to use when I used it. I was like, huh, what a fun way to kill two minutes, just adjusting my face. But hopefully, these other girls think of it the same way and don't like rely on it to uh to put anything out there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, that's what it is at the end of the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, but we'll move on to some fun stuff because we have a lot of that this episode too. Not everything is down like sad stuff all the time (laughs) but um uh are you listening to any different uh, music to get through this isolation anything to keep keep spirits up well i mean uh one the one main thing that i've been doing lately uh because we've talked about like that social media challenge where somebody be like hey post 10 albums in whatever uh and that's awesome uh, and I recently did that. And so like every day that I would post one of the albums I selected, I would just listen to the whole album and like just relive 
some stuff that I haven't listened to in a long time. Uh, big on Deftones right now, of course. I, I love those guys. Um, re-listened to some U2. I mentioned earlier Sam Fender. Uh, if you haven't heard of this guy, he's a he's a British guy from Newcastle. And, man, he is talented. He's so good. Interesting guy. He, like... I can't remember exactly what it was, but like early in his twenties, I think like he almost died. He had, I think, I can't remember if he had like a, an, in, an infection or like a sickness of some kind uh, or whatever. And he recorded a bunch of songs. Um, his debut album came out last year, um, hypersonic missiles. And uh, like a lot of the songs that made it onto the record were uh, the original recordings he did in like a garage. Um, it's a really good album. He's a big Bruce Springsteen guy. He's got a real Springsteen-y vibe. Uh, I've been listening to a ton of him. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, nothing nothing too out of my ordinary. Dug back into some John Mayer because he, you know, he, he croons to me and makes me feel uh, really good. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. What about yourself? What are you listening yeah. to? Well, yeah, I don't know if um if we've made this clear over time, but I guess I don't have as big of a passion per se as you do when it comes to music. So I don't listen to a lot of music if I'm not going like on a drive or like if I'm like I'll listen to it if I'm going on a walk or like doing some cleaning or whatever. But like that's about it. So like I'm not listening to a lot, but most of the stuff I'm listening to is just good old like throwback music. To remind me of simpler times when life wasn't terrible, I think, is the uh, the psychology behind that. <laughs> but that's yes. basically <laughs> what I'm listening to. Other than that, I just have like Netflix going. I'd give I'd give like a recommendation of like uh, digging back into like uh, some of the '90s stuff. Like mm-hmm. if you if you've not given uh, Foo Fighters a run. Give give some old school Foo Fighters around Color in the Shape, great record. Um, even like uh, even prior to that, like Nirvana, obviously. Um, and my buddy Rob just posted today. He's doing one of those challenges. The uh, the debut self titled Third Eye Blind record. It's so good, man. Third Eye Blind rips. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Everybody's got something different that they lean on, right? But that's some of the stuff that I'm definitely listening to. I checked out Selena, the new Selena stuff. Yes. It rips pretty hard. Rips pretty hard. It rips pretty hard. Perfect. It's the perfect album. (laughs) That's great. That's great. Oh, man. (laughs) What else? What else do we have? Um, We were going to... move into five records that have changed your life or have some type of impact on you. Yes. So right. So right back into the music stuff. Yeah. Now, yep. now based off now, based off, I don't want to spend too much time on this because based off what you said two minutes ago, do you have five records that have changed? Your uh, yeah. Life? See, I, I, oh, um, okay. I wrote down some stuff. I wouldn't say that it's like, I don't know, changed my life. Like I oh. like see it. Like I like, I don't even mean change yeah. like, like had some a different like, person. Yeah. Yeah, but like impact like I would I think um um like whole lifetime I would say um Avril Lavigne had like the first albums where I actually listened to the full album all the way through. I used to never ever do that. I I just listened to whatever singles came out on like the radio basically. So like she had like the first albums that actually got me into listening to albums. Um, 
which is fun. And I guess I was super into um, uh, supporting Canadian artists <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. No, nothing. Also, so I guess so. Let Go and the Best Damn Thing, I guess, were her two albums that I listened to the most. Sarah Bothan. Uh, her, I'll say this: like I'm not a fan of her, but like I was in, I think grade eight when the first one came out. Let Go is was that the first one? Yeah or whatever that record bangs man mm -hmm. it, it's a banging record like it was skater boy it, it dude skater boy it probably gets it probably still gets played at like school dances hopefully i mean she was like just edgy enough to like make me feel like kind of cool yeah exactly <laughs> i'm I, not i know nah that's not true dude yes it is um it's not but if our that's, uh, is the edgiest thing about me I'm not that cool. We can just be okay with that. Who, who said you had to be edgy to be cool? That's <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> You're uh, no okay. What else do you have there? Um, uh, Marianne's Trench. Um, it's hard to pick one album because I basically like everything they do. Uh, masterpiece Theater was a masterpiece. <laughs> That's right there. Nice. The title. There you go. <laughs> also, Ever After is also a good and Astoria. I mean, all of the. I've I've seen them live like three times, I think. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yes. Yes. Three four? Three. I would say final answer three times live. Four well, there you times. go. I okay. I <laughs> I trust you either way. <laughs> and of course, um rare Selena Gomez, her new album. It's a good album, man, I'll say that. I will say that. And I'll shout out um, Thank You Next, Ariana Grande, her album. Yeah, man, that's a massive album. Like, she she crushed it there. Like, mm -hmm. that, uh, that album freaking destroys. Um, is Was that your five? Yeah, I think so. Nice. Hey, man, and, that, and that's cool. My list will be very different, and, <laughs> and that's what's awesome. It, it, it's it's different and and that's cool man we all can't like the same fucking thing all right uh first first things first uh because i'm i'm kind of going in alphabetical order in my itunes library mm -hmm. uh back in black by acdc is such a great record it's the greatest selling rock record of all time uh, for good reason now, if you don't know some of the history behind that record, they put that record out in 1980, 40 years ago, right after their original lead singer, Bon Scott, died. And they got a new singer. And like people were like, oh, man. Like, they were just starting to pick up steam. I think they'd put two records out by that yeah. point. And uh, they got this guy named Brian Johnson from another band, and they came out with that banger of a record. And that was the first like really hard rock, heavy-ish sounding record that I really attached to because of my parents. Back in Black would be very high on my list. Uh, also, in, in the A's, Alexis on Fire's Watch Out changed my life legitimately. It was the first screamo band I had ever really heard. They're also Canadian, so that's a bonus. And... That record got me into like screamo vocals, which of course ended up leading me into being in a band. So that would be very high on my list as well. 
uh, Deftones, don't know how many times I'll mention them this episode. Um, they would be way up there. Uh, their most famous record is called White Pony, and that came out in 2000. But underrated, this record doesn't get a lot of love in Deftones lore. Saturday Night Wrist is a spectacular album, and I love all their stuff. But that one in particular is really good. Uh, next up, I could name a thousand records, dude. Getting some texts. Mm-hmm. I could name like a thousand records. Every Time I Die, Gutter Phenomenon, tremendous record. I don't know if you're familiar with the alt-rock, if I can say that silly phrase, magazine called Revolver. But Gutter Phenomenon won their record of the year in 2005, and that was a big deal. Every time I die, I've seen them probably six times. Uh, they rip really hard. What am I at? Is that three? That's four. Finally, I can't mention any top three, five, whatever, without U2's The Joshua Tree. It's my favorite record of all time. Big reason why is it was it was my dad's favorite record. He loved that album. I love that album. And that that record in particular, as we just get look, yeah, I want to put it on on silent there. Your phone there. My phone is on silent, and I don't know how to make my computer not allow it. Oh, okay. But uh, it's my computer <laughs> doing it because okay. synced up with their Apple products. But yeah, uh, Joshua Tree was the one that really blew up U two in the United States, and uh, it's awesome. Fun fun quick story about that record. Obviously, I think it had seven. There's 11 songs on the record. Um, It had seven number one international singles. So they didn't all necessarily go number one in every country, but they had seven different international number ones on an 11 song record. That's crazy. And the, uh, the first track, Where the Streets Have No Name, the opening track. The music video for it, they shot it in Los Angeles and unannounced, like the like the police didn't know they were doing this. They played on top of a building in downtown Los Angeles, like a small building, like not high off street level. And tons of people gathered around because they didn't know what was going on. And like the police showed up and it wasn't staged. And so if you watch the video, like you see like the police showing up in like a helicopter and everything just because unannounced. They got a film crew to film them doing the video. It's so, so cool. Those five amongst hundreds of others had definitely a big impact on me. Let us know what your favorite albums are, man. We're on Twitter, Sauce and Goss Pod. Hit us up and and email us too, sauceandgoss at gmail.com. We're on Facebook too. We'd love to hear what, uh, what albums are special to you and don't be ashamed to share if the backstreet boys is the most special album in in your repertoire that rips because mm-hmm. you like it mm-hmm. i mean if i can share my music taste so can anyone <laughs> we'll move right along though um to to our favorite childhood toys now um could you <laughs> try and take a guess what my favorite toy would have been um now I feel bad because I feel like you said that to me in a tone of like, oh, it's so obvious. But then also I'm like, uh, I don't know. Uh, and I don't want to say Barbie. Uh, oh my God. Is it Barbie? Yes, not that Barbies. Well, not that there's anything wrong with that, but yeah. Okay. Barbies. Yeah. See, I knew go. you could guess. Yeah, I know. I love Barbies. I, that's a, I have a fun, cute story about it. 
childhood me. Um, so I, <laughs> I was playing with Barbies one night after I went to bed. And um, <laughs> I, I, the next day I went downstairs and I said, hey, everyone, I stayed up until 100 playing Bar- Barbies last night, <laughs> which, of course, um, was 1 a.m., um, I didn't know that at the time. I just stayed up until 100, which was pretty impressive, um, until um, a few nights after that, where I stayed up until 1,000, 10 o'clock. <laughs> That's fantastic. Which, you know, 1,000 is, is a lot higher than um, 100. So I was very impressed with myself that night because uh, I just wanted to play Barbies all night long, man. It's going to stay up till 1,000, 100, didn't matter. Going to play. <laughs> <laughs> Going to play. That's fantastic, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Obviously, like, do you have any others that, like, stick out? Um, I had a, uh, um, a okay, this is going to sound, okay, I had a unicorn head, like, on a stick. Um Yes. So I would like, and like you would like press its ear and it would like trot, like make this like sound. So I would um, play with that while I was wearing my um, light up Cinderella glass slipper shoes. <laughs> um, and I was just, yeah, that was fun. Sounds also, like a good time. Yep. Yeah. Very, very royal. <laughs> and um, of course, Webkins, um, the greatest invention of all time. I don't know what that is. You, Webkins? You don't know what the little stuffed animals that you get a code and you can play online? No, I don't know what that is. Is that like is that like Tamagotchi? Oh, it's nothing like Tamagotchis. I I, I don't know what oh that is. Oh my goodness, you have to look it up. There's Oh my god. That's mind blowing. Is it? Well, you know, I am older Everyone than you. Knows. Yeah, but like. <laughs> Does anyone know what webkins are? Everyone knows what webkins are. Okay. I'm pull up some pictures and try to like just you just Google it yourself, man. Look yeah, up what I'll, webkins are. No, I'll like totally right now, that. right oh. now, and tell me if you can like kind of recognize it because it's a very important it. Oh my, yeah, so it's so cool. You get a, you buy this stuffed animal, it comes with a code, you go online, you get to register your pet, um, and then there's all these, like, interactive games, you can play online with your friends, you can decorate your house whatever way you want, and you can let, oh my god, it's so good. (laughs) That's what I did every day after school forever, because it was the only, oh my god, it was so fun. Um, like, like biggest innovation of our of our lifetime. Def definitely far more significant than the internet. Yes. Well, okay. That's why the internet was invented. Was the internet walked so Webkins could run? <laughs> that's the funniest thing I ever heard, and that is actually now the title <laughs> of of this episode. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Um, okay. So, and then um, if I wasn't playing any of those things, I was just playing whatever my brother was playing because, um, I, you know, I was a good little sis. So I'd play Army Men and Beyblades and Yu-Gi-Oh! and the whole whole shebang like that. 
those those were all up there for me too. I mean, obviously, it goes without saying, Lego, numerous different Star Wars Lego sets that ripped. Um, I think my favorite toy from my youth, though, was uh, we had one of those like battery powered Jeeps. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the little like drive around. Mm-hmm. Yes, I always wanted one, um, oh, but dude. then I never got one. I- we freaking had one and let me tell you dude we got so much childhood joy out of it um i was probably like four maybe five when we got it and um it would run for a really long time too like we used to drive it around with my parents when like they would walk the dog so we would walk around town and like we would drive the jeep next to them on the sidewalk while they walked the dog. Like the battery power was insane. And they were so fun. And my one of my earliest childhood memories is of me. I'm like five, maybe six. And I let my brother drive it. Because my parents didn't want him to drive it. right? Because he was like very small. And so we had a tree in our front yard. And my brother. I get him behind the wheel. And within the first five seconds. He puts it, it had like a gear shifter for like low and high speed. He throws it in high speed, rams on the gas. I'm in the passenger seat and he just drives it into and up the tree trunk and flipped us over backwards. And I was so pissed off. He was laughing hysterically. My parents were like, that's why we don't let him drive it. And then, then he learned to drive and it was cool. And also... Shout out to Super Soakers and Nerf Guns. Like, man, you you didn't mean anything if in the summertime if you didn't have a Super Soaker. Like, at all. And I remember getting my first Super Soaker. I was maybe eight or nine years old. And my dad bought me, like, the big purple one, the Super Soaker 2000. And the first thing I did with it was pump it up like as hard as I could. And I shot my brother right in the face. (laughs) Now you're, I know what you're thinking, Ryan, you're a dick. And my response is, yes, I was. And if you're wondering, gee, was there any comeuppance for this transgression? Boy, was there ever. My dad emptied the gun filled it up with hot water and made me stand there and he blasted me in the ear with it, which hurt a lot. And then he took it. I've literally had, it was my birthday, by the way, this all (laughs) occurred on the same day. I get the gun for my birthday. They were expensive too. I'm fired up. I've got the gun. Maybe 20 minutes later, I blast my brother right in the face. And then Five minutes after that, I'm getting shot in the ear. And then my dad took it and confiscated it for like two weeks. Sick birthday. But I deserved it. But man, super soakers were like next level. You had to have one. They ripped, man. And they were so much fun at the beach. You had an endless water supply. That's true. They were pretty great, man. Childhood, man. Toys. And I see stuff now and I'm just like, what is that? Like, for instance webkins 
And I'm like, dude, our toys when we were kids ripped so hard. And I see toys now and I'm like, man, these toys suck. Uh, I, I felt like we had the greatest toy generation in like the 90s. The 90s, early 2000s were like toy central. Toys R Us was heaven. And you had to cry to get your parents to go in. <laughs> oh. I, I want to backtrack. Um, I have a quick funny little uh, stupid story about tamagotchis because you mentioned that um i had like a a tamagotchi um v2 i guess so like the second gen of them or whatever um and i loved it i played with it all the time and then all of my like i I guess v3 um like the next updated version of tamagotchis came out uh, all of my friends got them and my parents wouldn't buy me the new tamagotchi because my old one was fine. So I wrote about it in my diary <laughs> as a kid. I, and, like, basically, like, verbatim, it was, I can't believe they wouldn't buy me the new Tamagotchi V3 when all of my friends have it. I don't. <laughs> so sad. That's incredible. That you wrote it in your diary. I wrote it in my diary. I, I discovered it, um... Like a few months ago when I was like doing some cleaning, I still had my <laughs> childhood diary. <laughs> that I was is so hilarious. upset. Um, and of course, you know, looking back on it as an adult, I was like, they're right. I mean, I would have played with it for a few days and they were very expensive for no reason. Um, they were, man. Weren't they like, weren't they like 30 bucks or something? something like, like- yeah, like something stupid. Like there's no, <laughs> and there's no need for me to have a newer updated one they're all the same but boy all of my friends have the new one and i didn't could you believe it not, <laughs> i have to write about it fair. in my diary not Gosh, fair at all i know i know so yeah that's a really rough childhood oh, <laughs> hard hard knock life what else what else do we got um, we're going to move on to the, um, greatest movie franchises. Cause you have, um, a hot take on this, which I'm sure lots of people will agree with because how could they not? Well, uh, like quickly, uh, I think that the greatest movie franchise of all time is Harry Potter. And for some out there who are maybe surprised by that, I remember getting my first Harry Potter book, the first one, the, the philosopher's stone. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom bought it for me. Remember the Avon catalog? And like a lady would come to your house and shit? No? No. We had she... the Scholastic Book Fair or book whatever. Okay. Same idea, I guess. Same idea. She got me the book. I had no idea what it was. I was like nine years old. And I was like, ah, okay, cool. Thanks for this book. <laughs> It sat in my closet for probably like six months. And then I was bored. I started reading. It was like this rips. And then I was a Potterhead for life. I love it. I love all the movies, um, obviously. Uh, And I I just think that no, no book has become truer to life on screen than Potter. Uh, Well, except for one other one, but it, Potter is a long franchise, right? Like the other, the other one that sticks out, like I, Star Wars would be number three for me. The one I would put at number two, it, it's only three movies. It's a trilogy. And so it's, it doesn't have the, 
elongated gravitas of Harry Potter. If you don't think Lord of the Rings rips, and I'm not talking about the Hobbit movies, I'm talking Lord of the Rings, dude. Those movies are so good. I cry at the end every single time. You've seen them, right? I've seen them once all the way through. At the end of Return of the King, when Frodo leaves on the boat with the elves, it breaks my heart. They are so good. Potter, for me, would be the best one. I They I did such like, a good job. I still like the Hobbit movies. Um, I, I like want to say. too. Okay, because some people say that... Um, like they're not good. Some like like diehard Lord of the Rings fans are not into the Hobbit. But I really like the Hobbit movies. So <laughs> back off, guys. You can you can like two things. <laughs> um, I agree. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Harry Potter, perfect. I I will say this. Um, I have a toxic trait, and I know about it. Um, but there's nothing anyone can do to fix it. Um, I cannot bring myself to read the second book in any series ever i'll read the first book in a series love it read it in a day buy the second one because i'm so excited get a few chapters into it and i just cannot finish it happened to harry potter happened to um hunger games happened to divergent happened to all i just cannot (laughs) finish the second third whatever books and I don't know why. It's just, I'm like, that's not as good as the first one. And then, yeah. You, you, what? So, like, this, I haven't, You're tried, missing to read, all the best I haven't tried to read the Harry Potter books in a long time. Um, because once I start reading the second book and then I don't finish it. And then it's like, oh, I don't want to reread it. But I don't remember where I left off. And then that's another toxic trait. Um, so I will say that I'm into the idea of giving Harry Potter the books another go. Because obviously I've seen the movies countless times because they're great. Um, but I haven't finished the book series. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. The books have so much more stuff. I know, I know. And they're so much better. But it's just for some reason, I've never finished a series in books. I can't. I'll read the first one and I'll read it in a day. Because I'm so excited, I'm so into it, and then I just lose steam. The first Harry Potter book is the worst one. Like it, they don't even know how to do anything yet. I know, and I read it so fast because it was so good. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> and then, book, and then like... and then I started the second book, and then I get busy, and then I'm like, oh, I won't, I won't finish this now, and then I don't. That's. And I've never seen all of the Hunger Games movies because at the time I was like, I want to read the books first. And then I started reading the second book and it took so long for anything exciting to happen. So I didn't finish it. And then I I refused to watch the movies until I read the books. And I'm not going to read the books. I guess you'll never see them then. I've never read the books. I've seen all the movies, though. And like, mm -hmm. they're, yeah, they're all right, I guess. I I don't know. Mm -hmm. They're cool. They're cool. Mm -hmm. I'm not super into it. That's interesting. Yeah. So what what are your top three then? What are your like your top three movie franchises? Okay. Well, I would say yeah, for sure, Harry Potter um, is up there, and um, you can't go wrong with the Marvel movie franchise. Like, <laughs> can't forget about that. I mean, they the, for a while there, it seemed like they were pushing out a lot of films, and it was like okay, like enough already. But like, can you have enough Marvel movies? I mean, you can never have too much Spider Man. 
um, in my opinion. So there's that. I guess I, Spider-Man can be like its own movie franchise because there's like three or four different like friggin' Harry Potter like series. So totally. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I agree. I love Spider-Man. The Marvel movies are fun. Like they're fun. Yeah. Totally. Um big Thor guy. I like Thor. Um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I just want to like good. touch it. I just want to touch his abs. Like, I it, thought you were going to say X. <laughs> well, I don't know. You you tell me. Which which one would be better, do you think? Why do you have to choose? <laughs> yeah. I, I've got two hands for a reason. <laughs> yes. God gave you two hands. <laughs> to so creepily... You can, so you can feel um, a different God. <laughs> yeah. <all over. laughs> Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what they're for, dude. That's what they're for. What else do we have? Um, well, I wanted to ask, what is your favorite, like, of all time standalone movie? Like, not necessarily in a franchise, but, like, your favorite movie. Wow. You really, you threw me a curveball and put me on the spot. I could say so many different things. Obviously, I love Slapshot, classic comedy movie. Uh, honestly, my favorite standalone film, I'd have to put a tie between Shawshank Redemption, which is quite possibly the best movie of all time, just my opinion, or Scarface. I love Scarface. I could watch Scarface every damn day. If I was forced to watch one movie for the rest of my life, it'd be Scarface. It's so, so good. So, yeah, probably a tie there. What about yourself? <laughs> Let me guess. <laughs> okay, you won't you won't guess it, but you should try to guess. Aladdin. No. It's not even my favorite princess movie. Frozen? Okay, no. Think more <laughs> think more obscure, more seasonal. <laughs> more obscure. Oh dude, it's a Christmas movie. Oh no, your favorite movie ever is a Christmas movie? Yeah, and I watched it. Elf? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> movie of all time. I can quote the whole movie. It's so good. Well, so I'll say this. I think it's a wee bit sad. Your favorite movie ever is a Christmas movie. I don't care. It's happy. It's a happy movie. It's so cute. It's a great love movie. It. It's, I'll say this, it's my favorite Christmas movie. I know. That's what people say to me. They're like, that's their favorite movie? Well, it's a good Christmas movie. Um, but I would, I would watch it any day of any week of any month of any year. It's, it's the middle of July, and the first thing you reach for on a rainy Sunday is Elf. I want to, like, maybe, if that's what I want. I, I, you know what, dude? I respect it. I mean, good for yeah, you. Why not? Yeah. So I don't I like, I don't know what to tell you. It's been my favorite movie ever since it came out. I think <laughs> Um, it like, it, it's my favorite Christmas movie. It's not, it's not even my favorite Will Ferrell movie. So we'll get this, get this Pic picture. This you're a child who has seen elf for the first time. Uh, loved it. Therefore you love Will Ferrell because yeah. he makes, great movies for kids <laughs> and then 
stepbrothers comes out. Oh. And you ask your parents to take you to um, the drive-in. Because it was a feature night. There was like two, like there was three movies playing. Step Brothers is the last one. And you stay up because you want to watch your new favorite actor in his new movie. And then you get traumatized (laughs) because you're a child. (laughs) Watching Step Brothers. And then (laughs) you have to like figure out how you can like Will Ferrell so much and hate him at the same time and then you never watch Step Brothers for years until like two years ago where you're like okay I'm over the trauma let's watch this comedy and then you like it for what it is because it's a very good comedy um for when, when you're of an appropriate age I'm gonna put my nuts on your drum set Dude. imagine I, Imagine. That, so we didn't stay so for funny. the whole movie. Obviously, we went home. <laughs> Bummer. So you didn't even get. So you didn't even get to see the fucking Catalina wine mixer. No, I did not. Huh? Not until a few years ago. That's so funny to me, dude. <laughs> what like pic- picturing little Fee in like the backseat of her parents' car, and like your mom like reaching back and putting like a sweater over your eyes or something, and your dad just calmly throwing the car in reverse. <laughs> As he screams, I'm going to put my nutsack on your drum set. That's so funny to me, that mental image. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so. Really quick for me, um, I before, before we end this off, this is a short, quick banger here. This is a short and quick one. And, sometimes you know, you, sometimes the, we need that. Move for a quickie, what can you do? Whoa. And so <laughs> I, I don't know if you've been on our Twitter account recently here, but – can you please go there and check out the tweet you're tagged in? I can tell by your reaction you've not seen it yet. <laughs> I just want you to check out what I was up to earlier. And and I want your reaction to be genuine. And this is great for uh, everyone. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Okay. Is this like you just were doing this? Earlier today. Were you like, like, did Kate ask you to, or were you just doing it? No, I just did it. Like she, she, from where she's filming me from, the TV is over to the right and I'm way over there by the stairs and she's watching the movie. And I just started doing that off to the side for like 20 seconds before she even noticed me. And then she saw me and recorded that. So head on over if you want to see what I was up to going insane earlier today to at Sauce and Goss Pod. So amazing. What do you think of that? <laughs> I like you so much more. <laughs> Dude, I can I can move, eh? Oh, you know what? I just retweeted it with the Sauce account. So I'm going to undo that because I want to retweet it on my account. Tremendous. Gosh, Twitter. I don't know how you work, but I'm figuring you out. <laughs> it's 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 there. It's probably simpler than TikTok. You know what is the craziest thing about TikTok? Is that what? Um, so like the main thing is like all of these like children coming up with dances to like these random songs and like everyone learns these dances. But no one's come up with like a dance, a viral dance for everyone to try. 
to TikTok by Kesha. They just haven't done that. I've never seen anyone use that audio. And I think that is, it uh, makes me angry. <laughs> it makes me that, angry. Do you, maybe the maybe the universe would collapse in on itself if that happened. It would be just too much. I mean, it's <laughs> TikTok I mean, on TikTok. Me, like, if you asked me two months ago, what do I think of when I hear TikTok? Obviously, I'm singing TikTok by Kesha in my head immediately. I, I now I know everyone is like it's this app, and I think that that's crazy. And Kesha deserves more respect, honestly. Yeah. So totally agree. That's that's one last hot take before we we close out, I guess. <laughs> I I agree with you. The first thing that comes to mind is TikTok on, on the clock. clock. Yeah. DJ blows my speakers up. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I, I'll, I'll I'll post the viral dance to that because you know that me and my friend Danica made one when we were kids, and you know that I'm gonna remember it probably. Love that. Mm-hmm. Well, did you use your arms as as clock hands? Yes, we moved our arms. Used our arms as clock hands. Oh, that's the, most, that's the most childlike thing to do ever. Of course. No, you know what? You know what it is. You know this is a this is a funny story. Um, we wanted to pull a prank on our friends, and for some reason we thought this was a funny idea because we we ha- were this is in college. We had a party coming up on like. Saturday night this is like sometime midweek and we're like we should throw on like some throwback songs including TikTok and how funny would it be if we remembered um, our dance we made when we were kids so we remade an entire dance to the song to make people think that we remembered it from our childhood <laughs> and everyone was so impressed that <laughs> we did this dance that no, we made I'm, I'm two sure days they were. Ago. no they were we taught some people it Good for you, man. Yeah. Spread the love. It was fun. <laughs> Tremendous. The party don't start till I walk in. And I live by that. <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, that's so funny, man. Good for you. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, I'm Ryan. <laughs> I'll close it out. <laughs> I'm Fiona. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> thanks for thanks for tuning in everyone to Abby 12 <laughs> yes absolutely you can subscribe to this rip roaring show where the hosts confuse their names and identities <laughs> on Apple Podcasts Google Play and Spotify we've got socials and an email account too what That's are true. those well, they can tweet us at Sauce and Goss Pod Facebook us at Sauce and Goss and we're um, on email <laughs> is that a thing people say sauceandgoss <laughs> at gmail.com that's right straight up I'm Fiona oh my god I'm right. that's so stupid I'm and Fiona I'm <laughs> Ryan <laughs> boom thanks for listening guys we appreciate it straight up you be you live it up we're locked inside keep doing your thing